Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my girlfriend Jessica. Hello! Hello. And today, as you guys can see by the title, this is, oh my God, March. I'm like, what month is this? (laughs) It's going too fast. March's Listener Encounters. And if you are new here, this is where we read your guys' stories. And if you would like to submit one, whether it's paranormal or true crime themed, you can send that to us anytime. We have a form thing on our website which I totally forgot about. But lately, stories have been coming that way. So I was like, oh, let me mention that as well, I guess. (laughs) I like it because it keeps it all together. Nice. Yes. But you can also email it to us at threespookedgirls at gmail.com, whatever you prefer. Do you feel like school didn't teach you anything relevant to adulthood? Because I literally was having this conversation the other day with one of my friends and both of our answers was no. If you feel the same, do I have a podcast rec for you? Check out Always the Last to Know, hosted by Ash and Katie, where every week they discuss history and current events in a relatable and easy way to understand. Each episode is heavily researched from all perspectives in order to stick to the facts, but that doesn't stop Ash and Katie from putting in their two cents, which you know we love commentary here. Needless to say, Mr. Feeney and Corey Matthews did not prepare us for social media takeovers, taxes, or making our way through an insane world where an entire generation is trauma bonded. Ash and Katie's goal is to fill in the gaps of their education. Join them while they attempt to navigate their way through the world, figure out adulthood, and hopefully learn something new along the way. Listen to Always Last to Know on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you would like to hang out with us on social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle for that is at Three Spooked Girls. We also have our amazing Facebook group that we hype up every single fucking Monday. (laughs) It is Three Spooked Girls official. Definitely check it out. We have a lot of fun stuff going on all the time. A lot of good conversations, case updates. I saw... So I posted the update for the Gannon Stauk case in Mm -hmm. there. In real time, they started jury selection for the trial today. And then there's there's always a a good steady amount of cases getting posted. 
and sometimes ones I've never even heard of. So that's always like, it's always interesting for sure. But if you want to support the show, you can do so a few ways. You can go to patreon.com backslash three spooked girls. For as little as a dollar, you get one bonus episode a month. Five and up starts all of our other perks pretty much. You get video content and you get ad-free episodes the night before release day. And we also have our Spookster Shop Facebook group. If you guys want to check out blind date books, get tarot readings, all kinds of other fun stuff over there, definitely go join. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and dive in and I'm going to hand it over to Jessica for our first story. Okay, our first story comes from Heather. She says, hello, Tara, Jess, Kate, the Bell Witch. I started listening after a recommendation from Mirths and knew I had to share my encounter with you. It's long, a little sad, but wholesome as fuck. I promise. That is like one of my favorite sentences <laughs> on the planet. It's wholesome as fuck. Yes. <laughs> also, if you don't know what Mirth says, you should go check it out. It is CK's podcast. Yes. So great. It is. It's amazing. This is titled, The One Where I Yelled at Both My Kids. <laughs> my, <laughs> my son was a pretty early talker. Started talking at nine months and hasn't stopped since. I know another child who basically did the same thing. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, almost 11 years later. <laughs> I literally have to side note this. When I was up there in July, we were out and her daughter, who I love, guys, I love Bug so, so much. She was talking a lot. Mm-hmm. And Tara's partner and I were like, we will give you $20. 20 whole dollars <laughs> to not say it in another word for five minutes. Yeah. Girlfriend didn't make it 20 seconds. And I was like, you just lost $20. Mm-hmm. I was like, Bug, I will double that. <laughs> I will double it. It will be $40 if you don't talk until we get home. Just, I was like, okay, ready, start. And then like 20 seconds and she's like, I don't like this game. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, and like I'm a talker. That. And as a kid, I was like, mm, I will shut up for five minutes for $20. That's no, not mine. <laughs> no, could not be convinced. <laughs> okay. One evening, my husband was working late, and he, the child, is sitting in his high chair looking at the wall and started chattering away. Thinking, oh, look how cute my baby is talking to nothing, I asked him who he was talking to, not expecting an actual response, because, baby. (laughs) This kid looked me straight in the face and says, sister. Y'all, I started shaking because my son has a sister. She passed away three years before he was born. Obviously. I had not sat my tiny human down and explained the whole, hey, you aren't an only child, but you're being raised like one because sometimes life just sucks. And no clue where he heard the word sister. As I'm morphing into a grief-induced puddle, one of his toys sitting off by itself starts lighting up and playing a little song and the room got cold. I grabbed the kiddo and noped out of that part of the house and called my husband to get his ass home and refused to go into the living room until he got home. Flash forward, and he makes several comments about playing with his sister to me and his auntie, who was our live-in nanny at the time. I finally got weirded out enough. I went and got one of my daughter's pictures that we have and asked him who it was. Sister, he says. (sighs) Okay, cool. This is my life now, which is fun since I don't actually believe in ghosts. This kind of became our norm. One day I came down the hall to see my son climbing on the back of his pop-up stroller. 
When I asked him what the heck he was doing, he said, sister said to, and I'm hollering at him to get down and yelling at her about how gravity applies to him. (laughs) What is even my life? Ha ha. That's what she wrote. A few years later, I'm sitting at the bedside of one of my best friend's mom who loses her battle with cancer. Seriously, fuck cancer. I, Mm -hmm. I agree with that statement. She was very religious in a non-bigoted way, and we knew exactly where her soul was headed. I asked when she got to heaven if she could hug my girl for me since I never got to. She promised she would find a rocking chair in heaven and give her a good snuggle. Mm -hmm. A few weeks later, she lost the battle, and all sister activities stopped in my house. We went to visit my friend just before Christmas, and I got locked in the bathroom adjoining her mother's hospice room. There was no lock. Toys were lighting up when no one touched them. A total hotbed of ghost shit. We go home at the end of the day, probably not as freaked out as we should have been. The next morning, I hear music playing as I'm getting ready. My antique stereo had swapped from the Christmas vinyls to the radio station. I had never tuned the radio because I only listened to my records on it. Toddler kiddo goes, oh, sister's back. Guess she had hitched a ride from Nana's house back home, huh? There have been a few other instances of note. Mostly she throws things and slams doors if you try to deny she's there or rude to her mama. Aww. (laughs) It's kind of the norm around here now. This past Saturday night, one of my besties is visiting from the UK. Kiddo, now seven, had gone to bed. As we were having a glass of wine and chatting, the toys he left out started to light up by themselves. My Mm. friend was a bit freaked out, even though I warned her. She wrote shrugs. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah. So that's the story of my ghost kid and how I never had to explain to my rainbow baby that he had his own guardian angel slash ghost sister to watch over him. Mm. Stay spooky. Lots of love. That's so sweet. I love that. All right. So our next story comes from Amy and Amy writes, Tara and Jess. After binge listening to all of your past episodes, I want to say thank you for your wonderful personalities and honest way you share. Thank you. That's so sweet. I thought I would share a true crime that happened when I was 12 that has left a lasting memory for both myself and my sister. It would have been around 1973 slash 1974. We lived just outside of Phoenix, Arizona in an area that was beginning to grow. This was at a time when babysitting at age 11 or 12 was normal. One of the families at the end of our block had a daughter the same age as my little sister, so we were all at their house quite a bit. One day, there was police cars at the house, and a search was started to look for the wife-slash-mother. The husband stated that she had been missing or had left him. She left taking nothing with her. No cash, purse, clothes. This was out of the norm, and she was very devoted to her daughter. This was during the fall and winter hours, so the weather was cool. The husband was a contractor, and at the time, he was building an addition to the house as an upstairs room above the carport garage area. Before her disappearance, there were no restrictions on where the girls could play or go in or around the house. But after she disappeared, all of a sudden, when I came over to watch the kids, I had strict rules that no one was allowed to go up the stairs into the new addition. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially when we're always growing and changing. And you guys know I can speak on that personally. As those that have been kind of OGs, you know, I've went through a lot of changes over the last less than two years. And for me personally, having a great therapist was a huge tool. She helped me cope through the personal things I was going through, helped me work through past trauma. And even if you don't have any kind of situations like that in your life, it's always good just to have someone safe and non-judgmental there in your corner that you can talk things through with. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked girls to get 10% off your first month today. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked girls. Months passed and the spring slash summer weather is coming in and the Arizona heat has started and a very unpleasant smell has started to float around the area. As it gets hotter, the neighbors called and complained. The authorities came out to see what was causing the smell and they found that the smell was coming from their house. They got a warrant and started to search and found her body. He had killed her the night he reported her missing. They had had a fight and she kicked him in the gonads, and when he came to, she was dead. He panicked and decided to bury her in the wall. To this day, I'm very weird when it comes to unexplained smells. P.S. My, even my husband will sit and listen if I have your podcast going, Oh my gosh! Well, thanks. But oh my god, how fucking horrifying. I know. As soon as you said that husband dude was like, y'all don't go upstairs. I was like, this is panic was sitting in. Yeah. Oh, my God. We knew. (laughs) It's like sometimes you're just like, yeah, that was obvious. That's so traumatic, though. It's true. Sorry. It It would not be okay. Okay. My last story comes from Carol Ann. She writes, hey, spooked girls, I have a listener encounter for you. It's less my story and more my boyfriend's story since I was unconscious at the time. But here goes. Okay, I hope it's like you were just sleeping. (laughs) Just (laughs) putting that out there. Okay. (laughs) For some background, I'm into spooky and witchy stuff. And my boyfriend has made it clear he, he believes but doesn't play with any of it. LOL. So we were in Savannah, Georgia. For a friend's wedding, supposed to be the most haunted city in the U.S., right? I was about to be like, if he doesn't believe in ghosts, he shouldn't go to Savannah because it's just like, <laughs> it's just ghosts. Just walk outside. Oh my <laughs> or God. sometimes not even outside. <laughs> Suggestion. So if anyone knows anyone who works on the show Ghosts, I think she should go to Savannah, Georgia. Ooh, yeah. It would be an amazing episode. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyways. And we were staying at an Airbnb in downtown Savannah. It was a very cool older house that had three levels. The street level unit we booked and the house that was up, oh, was up a set of stairs from the street. The level we booked was behind an iron gate that connected to the garden. We speculated maybe it was something like a slave quarters before the Civil War and just left it at that. 
Well, the last night of our stay, around three or four in the morning, my boyfriend randomly wakes up to the sound of someone giggling. Confused, he rolled over to see if I'm on my phone or something, but I'm practically dead to the world. (laughs) Good choice of words. (laughs) So he looks around and turns on the lamp and he doesn't see anything, but hears the sound like a little girl saying, hi, very enthusiastically. This is the part that really gets me. He assumes it's a ghost, shrugs, thinks to himself, ah, I'll deal with it in the morning, rolls over and goes back to sleep. Carolyn, that's, you. you're, that's me. I did this. <laughs> <laughs> cool. He's in good company. Also, he doesn't bother to tell me until a few days later after we left. Just randomly came up when someone asked about our trip and I look at him shocked and tell him that... It was a pretty blasé approach to a ghost encounter for someone who was quoted saying, I don't fuck with that shit. I hope you ghouls got a kick out of this encounter and it wasn't too long. It wasn't too long winded. Oh my God. I love this because I finally find another human being that's like, it's cool. (laughs) We'll deal with this tomorrow. I mean, I did tell them like the next day. I was like, by the way. By the way, this happened. So (laughs) what if it's all good? It's all good. (laughs) But see... I remember you explaining that and being like, obviously, if you thought it was a threat, you wouldn't have just rolled over and went back to sleep. Right. And yeah, it doesn't sound like this little girl was like trying to mess with you. No, it sounded like she was excited to have company. (laughs) She's like, oh, my God, he hurt me. (laughs) All right. So our last story of the episode comes from Sarah. Sarah writes, hey, Tara and Jessica, let me start by saying you were all- I keep reading the nice ones today. I'm so this makes me so happy. You guys are the best saying you all are the coolest. I don't know about the coolest, but I'm glad you we appear that way. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had more imposter syndrome more than when someone just called us cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, no. I'm like, you can say I'm neat. <laughs> you can say, you're a fun person to be around. Cool. I am not that. No, Never been. Either. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways. <laughs> I'm a fairly new listener, but you have made my walks and car trips so much more fun. I just listened to the February listener encounters and decided it was time to share my own. Amazing. I love that. And thank you. You were super nice. I grew up in the same house my mom still lives in. It's not that old. It was built in the late 80s, early 90s, and I never got spooky vibes growing up. But five years ago, she started having some things happen. A few days before Christmas 2018, the house was fully decorated. My mom and I were sitting in the living room chatting away when all of a sudden a bell started ringing behind us. We both stood up and turned around and saw the bell she had hung on the back doors was swinging side to side, ringing loudly by itself. We were the only ones home, all of the pets were sleeping behind us on the couch, and the heat wasn't running so no air vents could have blown on the bell, plus they aren't that strong. My mom has hung that bell in the same place every year for as long as I can remember, and it has never made a sound, even when you open the door next to it. We looked at each other, looked at the bell, and my mom started to approach it. Just as suddenly as it started ringing, it stopped as if somebody were holding it still. It didn't slow down. It just stopped. Oh, God, that's like horror movie shit. We looked back at each other and said, time to go, (laughs) and bolted down the street to our friend's house. Smart, smart, smart. That is a fucking bailout situation for sure. 
A few weeks later, my mom was sitting in the house alone. She had a set of battery-operated LED candles, and they came on one night. A few days later, she went to turn on the candles and realized all three of them were, were without their batteries. The house went quiet until a couple months ago in January of 2023. Oh shit, super recent. My mom was in a hurry to leave the house and was trying to untangle a crossbody bag from a pile of purses she had pulled out of the closet. Running out of time and frustrated, she left the pile to return to it later to untangle. When she returned home a few hours later and went into her closet, the purse she was trying to untangle was neatly sitting on top of the purse pile with it strapped perfectly tucked around it. My mom lost her best friend of 20 years when I was a kid, and we like to think that it's her checking in on my mom. Whatever it is, my mom doesn't mind the presence, and she hopes it keeps tidying up. Thanks for the podcast, and as always, stay spooky. I do like when ghosts are helpful. Right? The ghosts, whether it's the BFF or another ghost that just loves your mom, like, saw her fucking struggling and was like, let me do this nice thing for her while she's out. Like, I got you, boo. (laughs) Right? I know. Oh my god. This was a this was an unexpectedly kind of like wholesome episode. It's true. Can I get a ghost <laughs> that can clean up my house? Like that'd be fantastic. Well, I guess I should say wholesome as far as the ghost stories goes, not the body in the addition. Yeah, no. That's different. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of Caspery type ghosts. Yes. All right. With that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Again, thank you guys for your stories. If you would like to submit one, send it over to us via email. You can do so at threespookgirls at gmail.com. And with that, we'll go ahead and sign off and we'll see you back here on Thursday. Bye, guys. Toodles. Toodles.